Hello and welcome in to A Week in Review. I'm John Boostar, and this week, the theme song is going to take us all around the world to a wonderful place. I'm not quite sure what the language is, but man, it is beautiful. Welcome in, beautiful people. I'm John Boozdar. This is Week in Review, the week of November 26th, Thanksgiving for people here in America, America. It is uh, it's a good day to celebrate with your family and loved ones, despite the fact that I don't know if that's really going to happen for a lot of people. It's some In some small way, you might be celebrating with your family not in the same way that you traditionally do it. And that is just kind of how it is, unfortunately. This week on the show, we had, uh, well, I guess, I don't know. I don't have anything else to really say about that. I hope you're listening to this right now and it's not like an odd day to listen to a podcast. I feel like of all the years to put out an episode on Thanksgiving, this is probably the best one. I don't know. It's uh, hard for me to believe that you're going to have uh you know, like hours and hours of shit to do with the same people you spend like every day with all the time. You know, you're going to eat, you're going to hang out, you're going to do your thing, and then you're going to go back to just normalcy in a way. Black Friday's tomorrow, which uh, also another thing that I don't know how uh, how well that's going to go for a lot of people out there, which is unfortunate in some sense because, you know, retailers and stuff for the most part are uh, struggling this year. So maybe this would have been, this is a realistic black Friday. You know, the black was to get them out of the red, that whole story. Sure. You're more than aware of, and that's going to be a thing that people are going to have to deal with. This is the year for them to sort of make up some of lost ground, but things are worse than ever. So it's unfortunate in that regard. Anyway, back to, uh, (laughs) We're going to do, uh, this is the second week in review. I don't know how well the first one went. Well, I do know it did, it did pretty good. It doesn't really, uh, follow the same momentum as the other episodes. And for that, eh, I'm not going to apologize. It's not much I can do. I'm, uh, giving you somewhat of an idea of what, uh, we talked about this week on the show. We had Mike Rogie who, um, recently just purchased the Mountain Gazette. If you're not familiar with the Mountain Gazette, it's definitely something to uh, look into. The newest episode or newest uh, issue just came out. Episode one, <laughs> I keep saying episode, issue 194, which is pretty awesome. Now, if you remember from uh, previous episodes, it's kind of cool. A lot of the people that I talk to are connected in some way, shape or form. Mike's a pretty, I don't know, Someone that I wouldn't necessarily be able to reach in a way and connect with without having some sort of connection there. 
and um and he owns verb cabin which is like a multimedia company and they do a lot of cool stuff if you listen to the episode which i hope you did and if you didn't go back and maybe check it out but he talks about that and the stuff that he does under that umbrella and then the most recent venture the beginning of this year in purchasing the historical historical mountain gazette magazine now the mountain gazette has been uh a magazine that's kind of been the staple for outdoors culture for a really 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 long time um you know prominent prominent writers like edward abbey hunter s thompson have all written in that magazine we talked about kind of the cool things i liked how uh kind of covered some of the basics in the sense of um having the outdoor history you know the historical uh just happenings of what was happening happenings of what was happening basically is probably the best way to put it quite frankly um he covered what he said was you know if you wanted to be noticed if you wanted to be respected in a sense in the outdoor community you had to be putting ads in the mountain gazette or at least being published in the mountain gazette in some form the yvonne chenard part for those of you that listened to that and didn't know who yvonne chenard is that is the founder of patagonia which i'm sure all of you are aware of um that's who had a climbing company beforehand and then started uh, Patagonia a little bit later. That's in there, the early magazine. The uh, North Face was also in there, also another brand that I'm sure you're all aware of. And then in the trailer that I made, I was able to pull some clippings from the Instagram for Mountain Gazette, which I also highly recommend going and following. There's so many cool covers and different snippets from just the amazing amazing stuff that's been published in in the magazine throughout the years there's also a little ad for REI which is my former employer company I worked at for five years which I also found um, super cool to see you know just the foundations of where it came from you know a small company with uh, not too many people and um it is pretty cool to see that now it's like a multi multi million dollar company same thing with you know patagonia obviously and the north face who are massive at this point but back when they were featured in this magazine in the early issues um they weren't that big they were very very small and um there's something to be said about that. There's something to be said about purchasing the magazine. It's amazing. Um, I think that was maybe something that I could have touched on more. The concept of, you know, what it feels to do something like that. I feel like we touched on it a little bit for sure. Um, I just feel like Mike probably did a ton of interviews in which that is the premise behind it. Why would you buy a magazine? Print is dead. What does it feel like to own a magazine? 
just these questions that to me, if I was constantly answering those, I would be annoying. I wouldn't be into it. You just repeat yourself over and over again, you know? And, um, you know, my research going into this, I did look over a few interviews that he had done and a lot of the questions were that way. And I could tell that, you know, that wasn't really the avenue that I wanted to go down. I think I wanted to explore more or less the real foundations of, uh, who my guests are, you know, which has always been the, then the, I don't know, the mantra here at the double life, more or less the people, not necessarily, uh, what they do per se or what, you know, their companies that they represent or different things like that. I just want to know who they are as people down to their core. And, uh, I feel like we got a good idea of that. I think I learned a lot. It's always inspiring in a way to um, talk to someone who's further along in their journey in something that I want to pursue. There's always a mixture of guests that we get on this show. You know, uh, musicians and artists who I admire immensely, but can't say that I, I don't know, want to be a musician per se. Or... uh, go into art for that matter. The one thing that I very much want to pursue is journalism and writing and the various things that Mike had done in his career. Um, now I don't snowboard or ski, (laughs) which, um, might be a surprise because we really, really dove into it. And, um, got really I don't know I feel like I learned a lot about it and I feel like I learned more about the culture and sort of an idea of uh, I don't know um, a culture and a and a sport and something that I'm not very knowledgeable about but I appreciate it I really really appreciate it when um, I'm able to sit back and uh listen to someone talk about something they're really, really passionate about and I get to learn something. And that at its core, it was sort of the premise of uh, the interview that we had. So I enjoyed it. I think it was a really good time. Um, now what I was going to say is uh, Mike knows Thomas Morton, who's a former guest of the show. Um, uh, vice journalist. Uh, now he's the editor at large at the Mountain Gazette. He um, he's a super rad guy. So that was cool. He sort of um, you know they know each other, Mike and and Thomas and uh, another feature guest we're gonna have the show. I interviewed pretty recently. He's also connected with them, and uh, that's another interesting episode that I look forward to you guys hearing now to dive into well first of all I do want to also really um, recommend that you check out mountaingazette.com and go on Instagram and check out Mountain Gazette and you know look at all the cool stuff especially if you're into the outdoors if you're into uh, magazines if you're into Edward Abbey, 
Hunter S. Thompson, uh, outdoor writers and literature and things that cover those sort of topics. I highly, highly recommend checking out the Mountain Gazette. Cool. And um, let's see. This week is uh, the 26th. So the cool thing about Thanksgiving coming around is that the year is almost over, which I think is always um, an interesting interesting part of the year generally the best part of the year but obviously with everything going on things a lot a lot different now and it's hard to be super stoked about everything because there's this uh shadow of um i don't know this looming looming sense of uh i don't know I guess it's not depression anyway. You could be depressed. I would not hold it against you. I think this year has been, you know, very stressful and anxious for a ton of people. But at the same time, it could be really prosperous and productive for more other people. And um, I don't know. I don't know how to really feel about it. And I think that is the general theme of how most people feel. I don't know how you feel. I don't know if you're super stoked about the year being over. If you're really bummed out about the year being over, if you're, um, don't have an opinion about it. If you're surprised, you're like, fuck, we made it through the year. Um, now there's still like a month left. So I'm not, uh, counting out anything. 2020 has been a hell of a whirlwind and, uh, a lot of shit's happened and I, I'm, probably expecting more stuff to happen. Now, the holiday season is always a tricky one because Christmas is coming around if you celebrate Christmas. And generally speaking, Christmas is going to be the period of time when people ask you, what do you want for Christmas? And that's tough. I feel like, you know, especially now during this year and, you know, everything we talked about, it's hard to really, really think about what you want. And, uh, you know, it's also going to be difficult for a lot of people to buy gifts for people. And that's going to pose another sense of uh, anxiety and burden and stress on people during this time in which we are already anxious and stressed out. But I think, you know, one thing I will try to advise people, you know, during this time, I don't have a ton of advice, but I think one thing I would recommend would be to just enjoy the moment you're having right now or had right now with your family. I think that's generally the important part about these times is that we are together and there's something to be said about that. Now, how are, I don't know. It, it, I think like businesses and industries, like we wonder if we're also going to be struggling. It's hard to feel compassionate for that, you know, empathetic towards uh, like a Walmart or Amazon or something. You know, I don't feel as bad, but it's, uh, I don't know. I think that's the one thing to consider is there's going to be some interesting ploys being done for people that are going to be 
wanting your money during this period of time. The interesting thing too is going to be um, just new products that come out, entertainment. I think, you know, around this Thanksgiving, Christmas time was generally an important time for movies to come out. So it was this time that you would go and watch movies with uh, family and loved ones, which can't be done anymore, but we're going to be at home. So I feel like a lot of movies will be coming out in some regard, whether it's on, uh, on demand, which is the new theater in a way, but there's no way the, uh, studios are making that much money off of that. Right. Which also makes you think like, is the future of film going to be people catering to that sort of medium? You know, are they going to be like, Oh, okay. Well, uh, people aren't going to be going to the movie theaters anytime soon. So the films that we make need to be films that we can put on demand and uh, a family who's hanging out or friends, roommates, whatever the situation may be, you're hanging out and you want to watch a movie, you, you know, jump on the TV and there you go. There's your film. Now that's uh, a good thing or a bad thing, depending on how you look at it. I think it definitely um, changes up the type of movies that are going to be put out there. We're not going to see a ton of superhero and uh, Marvel and Disney and all that sort of stuff, which is going to come out. But I'll tell you one thing. Disney's not going to release a fucking Marvel movie until people can get their asses in movie theaters and give them a ton of money because... That's how they roll. I would be so, I mean, I, I might eat my words and there might be a Marvel movie that comes out that's simply on demand, but I find that very hard, hard to believe. Um, it's really tough to think that that's going to be something that they would uh, get behind, which, you know, I'm okay with. I could give a fuck about Marvel movies and Disney, um, which I guess is a, a hot take maybe people might get upset about that I get it but also eh I don't really care if that upsets you the um the Grammys just came out with their nominations which I thought was pretty rad initially because initially you look at the people that got nominated that's what you look at you look at the people that get nominated and you're stoked about it because the people that you didn't necessarily think would get nominated are nominated. And that's pretty amazing for me. Phoebe Bridgers is someone who I love and adore. She got nominated for several Grammy nominations, which is pretty amazing. Now that was two days ago from when I'm recording this. And then I woke up, uh, I guess that was yesterday. And then you wake up today and um, you hear about the people that didn't get nominated and how upset they are and you start to go, oh yeah, that, that I guess that makes sense too. Um, now the biggest of these would be The Weeknd who has been crushing it when it comes to... Uh, 
music and um, just doing well on the charts and stuff like that. Um, but he didn't get nominated for anything. And he went out and on his Twitter and said, the Grammys remain corrupt. You owe me, my fans, and the industry transparency. Now, is that going to open up a whole new conversation? Is it going to be some sort of change to that? I think one thing people do understand ultimately at the end of the day is that, yeah, uh, it probably is in a way. The same way that the Oscars and the Emmys and all those TV shows and award shows are probably corrupt in a massive, massive way. And it's kind of fucked up. I hope that his um, outcry, considering that he is massive, right? Um, massive top of his game. And um, <clears throat> it makes you wonder, is he, uh, I don't know, going to cause some sort of uh, uproar in the industry? Or are they going to really be transparent and tell you how the nominations and everything go? I doubt it. I highly doubt it. The same way that, um, you know, uh, we were talking about Disney and Marvel and how massive and global that is and somewhat in a way just untouchable for the most part. And the uh, decisions that they make are stuff that I think the everyday normal human being will not fully understand. And in the same vein, it's hard to really think that you'll understand what is happening with the Grammys. I know I have no idea, but I can't say that I've really watched the Grammys in several years. It hasn't been something that I really cared about. Um, now the Academy Awards, I kind of enjoy. I think that's kind of cool to an extent. Um, I love that Parasite won. I think they are going through the same thing as far as being, I don't know if corrupt is the right word, but definitely uh, there's a sense of, you know, with the Grammys, they don't nominate people of color. And that's a big issue within that um, industry. And with the Grammys, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to really explain why the weekend didn't get nominated because, you know, tons of people of color got nominated, tons of women got nominated, and it seemed like a very diverse and positive uh, situation for the most part. And, you know, it's hard to really look at that and try to understand it, but who knows? Um, I'm hoping this does open up some sort of conversation in some way that, you know, not only the weekend, but other artists might be able to speak out against the treatment that they may be receiving. I think if I'm not mistaken, um, Nicki Minaj also made a statement regarding the Grammys. Uh, oh, and Justin Bieber from the looks of it. Now, let's see what we knew what uh, the weekend said. That was uh, 
that was there. Um, Nicki Minaj made a comment about how um, she was top of the charts and still managed to lose Best New Artist to Bonnie Bear, who I'm a big fan of. So um, that's she didn't say Bonnie Vare. I think she put it a little differently. The white man, Bonnie Vare, something along those lines. Um, Justin Bieber saying, I am very meticulous and intentional about my music. With that being said, I set out to make an R&B album. Changes was and is an R&B album. It's not being acknowledged as an R&B album, which is very strange to me. Blah, 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 blah. Um, absolutely love pop music, but it just wasn't what I set out to make this time around. My gratitude for feelings and respect for my work remains, and I am honored to be nominated either way. Okay, so, I mean, he was nominated. He just didn't like the category, which, quite frankly, at that point, eh. I don't know if you're, uh, preaching to the choir on that one, because I think The Weeknd has more of a valid argument with saying, hey, I wasn't nominated at all, and I am on top of the charts. So that's kind of crazy. Um, and then the Nicki Minaj situation is also, uh, she was nominated. She had seven songs that are simultaneously charting on the billboard and, um, yeah, lost out to Bonnie Fair. So I don't know what the takeaway there is. I do feel bad for the weekend. I think the weekend deserves a Grammy. I deserve, you know, he deserves some sort of answers for that sort of situation. Cause I, I think, you know, being, you know, arguably the number one artist and the most selling artist of the year and to be not nominated, um, for the biggest music award show. seems like something might be up. Right. So who knows? That's what we're going to, I'm going to leave it on. I don't, I don't know. I, uh, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving day today. I hope, uh, you have a good weekend. Stay safe out there. Enjoy Black Friday. I guess if you're going out and doing it, Monday would probably be the better call though. I think generally speaking, Cyber Monday is going to be more appropriate and, uh, the way to go this year around 2020. That's going to be the right call, in my opinion. But ultimately, you do you. Um, Stay safe. Stay healthy. We will be back next week with uh, another episode. It'll come out on Tuesday. Like usual, these come out on Thursday. It'll be uh, December. Crazy. We are almost done with 2020. The year is almost over. But one thing that's positive that I hope, you know, you're stoked about this year is that this podcast was created in the midst of all that craziness. So I uh I appreciate that from this year as much as everything else um wasn't super great. I'm grateful that we were able to make this podcast. Now, I enjoyed the song we had in the beginning. I think it was really, really cool. And, um, that might be the theme song. If you don't know Corbin Randall, my buddy, 
he uh, made the theme song for the Double Life regular show episodes. Um, the intro outro made by him. Now this time around, I don't necessarily have another one. He might be working on one, maybe. Um, but ultimately, till then, we rely on royalty-free music that I can play here without getting in trouble. And um, I like the song that we played. I don't quite know where it's from, like I said. Sounds a little French, sounds a little Spanish, sounds, I don't know. Maybe um, if you know, if you recognize the language, send me a message. Let me know so I have a better idea. Um, But I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. That is going to do it. I uh, appreciate you guys sitting down with me and uh, spending, you know, half an hour of your day just listening, maybe getting away, getting away from the family and getting away from the uh, maybe just eight and you want to take a break before dessert. Understandable. Um, Either way, it's been a pleasure. John Boozdar, this is the Week in Review, November 26th. Remember to subscribe to the show if you don't already subscribe to the show and follow us at the double life pod and on twitter at double life pod have a good rest of your week adios <laughs>